This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, things are not good over here on the Colleen and Bradley show. I have some very sad news. Very, very sad news for you guys. Okay, I gotta turn that off. It's really loud. You guys, I have an announcement to make. Colleen is not here today. I'm Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts uh, is clicking some uh, keyboards. Um, are you ready for this announcement? Okay, here goes. Just deep breaths. <clears throat> I'm reading this on behalf of, uh, well, you'll understand. Hey, guys, we've decided to end our romantic relationship, but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. You know, we started our relationship as best friends and will continue to be best friends. We so appreciate your support from the beginning and moving forward. No, that is not a statement from Colleen or myself, because, of course, we're not weirdly in love or a publationship for that matter. That, Holly, is the statement from one Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez, a.k.a. a publationship we like to call Jamila. Or as somebody on Twitter better called it last night, Scamila, because it's a bunch of lies. Although Shamila works, too, because Sham yeah. wow. is just a hotbed of lies, right? Right. But a publationship... To be clear, Holly, is what exactly again? A publationship is a celebrity relationship used for publicity. And that being said, a publationship can be an actual relationship where two people are maybe from the, the spectrum of perhaps just holding hands to doing it to actually being married. But a publationship is where celebrities flex that personal relationship yeah. in order to get attention. And sometimes they're lies like yeah. this one. Oh, and you don't have to take my word for it. Most of the rest of the world figured out, as we did yesterday, when they announced that their publicationship was over, that this entire experience has just been a hotbed of lies. Holly, tell us what we actually learned yesterday about Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello's relationship, a.k.a. publicationship, last night on the couch. I mean, you weren't on my couch, but you were on a couch, I'm imagining, because I was too. They sent a message. On Instagram, what did it say? Oh, you want what? You want the the music? What do you need? No, it's because it, it, it said nothing. Oh, it's- I'm like, why are you not saying anything? Please talk. <laughs> because what did they say? Literally, message- you wanted crickets. Next yes, time, just tell thank me crickets. You. Okay, wonderful. The crickets are next to actually <laughs> the tiny violin. Hey. They said nothing. It was a dramatic pause because Sean Mendes. <laughs> thank you said absolutely nothing with that statement that they released on social media. Now, let's break it down. Let's deconstruct what Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello actually did. Now, yeah. for one, they both went to their respective Instagram accounts and released the same statement. Also, please tell us how on Instagram they did this, because 
this is really not acceptable behavior. You and I have been dating, like, let's assume we are Sean Mendez, which is which? I don't know. You want to be Camilla or Sean? I'll be Sean. Okay, you be Sean because you got the nice, long, thick hair. I mean, they, she has nice, long, thick hair, too, but he's got that, you know, flowy pandemic locks, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you're, wait, you're Sean. So we have our own Instagram accounts. We're going to make an, uh, an announcement about our relationship, which has been going on allegedly, supposedly for two years strong. And how are we going to tell people exactly on our Instagram accounts? Oh, hmm. Let's think. We're doing it on Instagram story. You know, Instagram story. It self-destructs after 24 hours so that nobody can see it. Love is real, you guys. So much so that we put our breakup message on a temporary medium so that you will forget that they we were even posted. <laughs> You're right. Well, it's they like they did not post their breakup uh, no. announcement, which we can break down in all its glorious detail. But to your point, they actually posted their statement. These are two of the biggest pop stars currently, right? And have been in a Intimate relationship, allegedly, supposedly, for the last two years, like which has been a part of their public persona, right? Like, so they actually did a love song together. They walked the entire pandemic together out of doors. They apparently he lived with her during the pandemic, right? Like lived with her and her parents. Was it the other way around? Yeah. Lived with them down in Miami. He lived with her and her parents. Right. That's where they did the zombie walks last year. The zombie publicationship walks for a year. We talked about this incessantly to then make perhaps what is the most momentous decision about the biggest thing in your life allegedly supposedly the people that you the person that you love the relationship you have formed to take that to your insta story a thing which will disappear in 24 hours that speaks to the fact bradley that it's not real that is exactly it that this relationship sean mendez camilla cabello that this thing was fraudulent the entire time and i say that because if you put it on your insta story it self-destructs after 24 hours. They couldn't even put it on a post. No. Not one person from either camp has um, officially made a statement, unless something happened while we were coming on uh, the air. But nobody has acknowledged. It used to be, if you had a relationship like this out in the public, you know, because people will say, like, it's not our business. Whatever they do is totally up. No, 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 excuse no, no, me, no. it is our business they've because they've been our business. shoving it down our throats in the media for the last two years because it helped sell albums. Oh, wait, you don't think that that's why they did this? Holly, I would like to present to you exhibit number 42. Great. A, or whatever uh, you want to call it. I'll take any exhibit. I went to Google. Yeah. Oh, great. You know, Google knows everything. Sure do. I went to Google Trends. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I found, and by the way, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking about the end of Shamila. That is Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello's fake relationship. Okay. <laughs> and watch one of them are going to call in and they're going to be real angry, but I will have some questions for them. That's fine. Let them be angry. I went to Google Trends. I compared two search terms. Mm-hmm. One search term, Camila Cabello. Great. Another search term. Yes, you guessed it. Sean Mendes. Mm. And then I searched between the year eight, 2018 and 2020. Because really, after sort of the height of their uh, pandemic, I almost said perp walk, the pandemic walks, right? Yeah. We haven't heard much out of them. I mean, she 
kind of did some stuff with, uh, you know, film roles. And I think they used their publationship for that. And he might have had some music. But for the most part, the the sort of like main publationship period, the sweet spot was 2019. From the moment that we went, pu- they went public with their alleged publicationship. The chart skyrockets in terms of mentions on Google to both of them and persists uh, through a good chunk of 2020. So what does that tell us? It tells us that publicationships work. Publicationships are effective because fans of Shawn Mendes and fans of Camila Cabello, maybe they're in two separate camps, but combined, that's a hefty Venn diagram that's going to sell a lot of records. I love that you just use Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, because they circle in there. Yeah, okay, I'm wearing glasses today. We're both wearing glasses. We are are so on it. We're so What happened to your glasses over there, Brian? I think I left them in my car. (laughs) (laughs) You have to go get them in the cold real quick. (laughs) (laughs) So... Then the powers combined make pop superstardom, which is what the whole Senorita exercise was. It was like, okay, great. We have which two. Which is the single that they, yeah. Which is the single that they released, I believe, in 2018, 2019. 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. 2019. Because it was on the heels of that song coming out that we learned they allegedly, supposedly had gotten together. If you go back and look at the timeline, it's full of a hotbed of lies. But the lies all began sort of retroactively. After the song came out, they started being seen together. Remember, that's when they were like in a like fast food restaurant, like just staring at each other. And people were like low key finding these videos of them together. Like, oh, they just happened to pop up on the Internet because they just happened to be walking around together holding hands. Yeah. Why don't you listen to their true love on their hot new single, Senorita? Which, by the way, they've been friends for the last five years. And suddenly they record a song together. And oh, isn't it convenient that she just happened to break up with her boyfriend, and they fell madly in love, even though they've known each other for many years. But it was while they were recording this love song that they truly magically fell deeply for one another. Okay, sure. I was born (laughs) last night. (laughs) Thank you. And again, you you can go to Google Trends and see how from there their publicity took off. And again, hey, look, they're not alone. The reason we love to poke fun at Shamila, and if you guys are in fact listening... That is Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Um, we congratulate you for achieving a very successful publicationship in terms of getting as much publicity out of that tabloid turnip as you possibly could over the last two years. Yeah. But Holly, I do ask you because you are somebody who has now been marinated, steeped in pop culture for many years. Mm-hmm. Why? And I ask this genuinely. Why would they end the publicationship not with a bang? That's probably how it started, but with a whimper. Sure. In like a lion and out like a lamb. Yeah. Like, what is it about this? You know, if we're actually going to not just poke fun at them and, and make fun of uh, their dumb publicationship uh, exit, what are we to actually surmise from going on? Instagram posting a copy paste couple of sentences on our stories because you want it to be no big deal. You want the publicationship breakup to be no big deal. Can I ask why there's no drama? Why do we not want drama? Why wouldn't we want? Because perhaps their careers are, they're being advised. You know, I'm making this up in my mind. John Mendes, Camila Cabello being advised like, okay, you guys flex this publicationship enough. It's very obvious to the layperson that this is fake, there's no chemistry here anymore, 
But you still, you know, you don't want your fame to be based on negativity and animosity because you could go that direction. But you guys have new projects. You have things that you want to do. You want to move on. And by putting it on the Insta story, it's released and then people forget about it. And I also do want to just, first of all, pat ourselves on the back because Mm -hmm. Colleen and I specifically remember saying and I remember specifically having, uh, you know, like when this ends, here is the the statement that they are going to make. They will not go off in separate directions as enemies. They will remain friends. And the reason is they started as friends, which means that it, it wasn't real. Right. Like right. so because like how often do grown ass people uh, who are friends fall in love who just happen to be major recording artists who just cut a single about being in hot sexy love right and then even then in that life cycle of the relationship if it was authentic would dare to say that these two wouldn't be releasing a statement that they would be best friends maybe they would be friends a couple of years down the line but usually when you break up with someone there's a degree if you're having a hot passionate romance and nothing seems to have happened to separate the two of you yeah like you want me to honestly believe that these two people that you know uh, they're at that point and you you remember this part of your life where you know somebody you were in love with looks at you the wrong way and you're like i hate you and i will always hate you thank you and then you're doing it 5 minutes later yeah it's the lack of authentic human emotion regarding this whole publationship that from the snart 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 from the snart <laughs> from the snart you could sniff it out yeah from the start you could sniff it out yeah it's and true. we're smelling it here and it and stinks. they need to have a working relationship going forward and so it doesn't make any sense for them to you know make because here's the other problem if they were to hate each other what are they again in life what bffs recording artists yeah do you want two armies of recording artist stands battling it out and then not buying each other's records? Right. No, no, you want them to be besties so you'll continue to think happy thoughts about them and buy their singles and stream them on your streaming platform. Yes, yeah, God, that it's so obvious. Dust everywhere. We've all got it all figured out here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And Colleen will be back uh, on Monday. It had nothing to do with the end of Shamila. I'm sure she's at home, though. Yeah. Going, oh, Aww. God. Uh, when we come back, we will commiserate with our good friend Elizabeth Reese. She's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our beautiful friend, Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello. Well, hello, you guys. How are you? Wonderful. How Wonderful. are you this fine uh, Thursday? I'm good. I'm just hanging in there. Um, All sorts of dirt to get to today. Let's talk about Madonna waging war for Britney Spears after the end of her conservator. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Or this is the headline from page six today. Do you love it? I, I love it, but I don't know what she means. Did she have <laughs> tanks and artillery or what's going well, on? Well, she's been a vocal supporter of the Free Britney movement. Um, but now she's been in touch with Britney Spears multiple times in the months leading up to Britney winning her battle to end the conservatorship that controlled her life and her money for 13 years. And here's what a source says. Madonna has always had a soft spot for Britney and couldn't sit idly by when she felt that there were clear injustices going on. And so Madonna is now waging war. She is hell-bent on righting the wrongs that Britney had to endure. She's offered to help in any way that she can and is not afraid to speak up or intervene if needed. Okay, great. Thanks, Madonna. But I feel like the work has mostly been done here. Yeah, I feel like this is a classic Madonna move where it's like, oh, I need attention. Why don't I siphon off of somebody else? I 100% agree with you. 100%. (laughs) like, actually, I was fighting for Britney before the conservatorship even started. This is like a classic signature move of Madonna. I mean, she even did it the first time when she did collaborated with Britney Spears. It's like, and I say this, I love Madonna. Some of my best friends are Madonna. Okay, I see what you're doing. <laughs> no, I want to say this as a person who genuinely... I really love her, but seriously. Genuinely enjoy Madonna. But yeah. this has been her signature move for the past two decades. As she clings on to the hot, new, young thing and wiggles her way into the conversation. She did that for when sure. Britney Spears was a hot star back she's in the early 2000s. She's saying she's like one of them tick birds. <laughs> yes. Remember the infamous kiss at the 2003 VMAs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Britney Spears is the I mean, giant hippo or rhino. Oh, don't, well, yeah, and yeah, and then the maybe, bird, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. nature, <laughs> parasite. I think is anyway. That's what's happening with Madonna. We'll see how she decides to wage war, and we'll see what ends up happening. I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I feel Jennifer like... Lopez. No, continue, continue. Uh, Jennifer Lopez says she's one hundred percent willing to get married again, amid her. Ben Affleck romance is what Us Weekly is reporting. You know, I just love Us Weekly's headlines on this issue. Like, I just think that they're so entertaining <laughs> with these two. Yeah, well, congratulations to Jennifer Lopez, who is thinking about doing something possibly in the near future. <laughs> really great. You never know. You never know, which is true, which is a true statement well, about anything. And this is the first we've heard out of pub, uh, Publationship Corner from, uh, you know, Benifer Genifer in a while, so... Yeah, they are. She's promoting her new movie called Marry Me. And um, she was asked about this on the Today Show and uh, about getting married again. I mean, it just makes sense that they're going to ask her about getting married because the movie's called Marry Me. And she said, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. You know me. I'm a romantic. I always have been. I still believe in happily ever after for sure. One hundred percent. I don't think she believes in happily ever after. I think she just believes in like happily for a while until we're not happy and then we're going to move on to something else and that'll be the ever after. I was going to say, I kind of feel like happily ever after applies to like one experience. But, you know, to your point, she's like happily until the next time, which is fine. That's a totally valid approach to life. Absolutely. Some would say uh, the happily ever after is a little bit of, you know, unrealistic expectations for some people. So, you know, it's okay to... Just be like happily for right now. Yeah. Happily for right now. Happily for a while. Live in the now, man. We're not happily. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, Let's talk about Josh Duggar quickly. Uh. I know this is not a fun story, but I just have to, you know, I've been kind of monitoring this the last few days and I just wanted to bring this up. You know, his wife, Anna, 
just had their seventh child, okay? So just delivers their seventh baby. And they went to court. She's hand in hand with Josh Duggar for a pre-trial hearing in her in his child pornography case. Like something. <sighs> Ugh, I don't is... know, guys. I mean, listen, I don't think that I need to make the rules on what is a deal breaker. <laughs> but that right there is a deal breaker. I kind of feel like a it's a deal breaker, breaker too. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Particularly if you have children. Oh, like, absolutely. Break the deal and just be done with the deal. Yeah, it's okay. Be like Jennifer Lopez. Sometimes you're doing something and sometimes you're not. It's fine. Move on. I know. I know. The yeah, and if this, is not, if this is not the thing that drives a wedge between you, uh, what? Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a time when she's going to wake up and yeah. it's going to be too late for her own children. Well, but, let's oh, hope it's sooner God. rather than later. But Elizabeth, thank you go. so much. Thanks, friends. Have a beautiful Thursday. You can catch Elizabeth Reese on Twin Cities Live every day at 3 on KSTP Channel 5. When we come back, Donna Valentine joins us for a special Blinded by the Item segment right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you so much for that, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Let's get right to the fun because our good friend Donna's got places to go. It's time for Blinded by the Item. Yes, that's where we're solving celebrity gossip mysteries. Thanks for joining us, Donna. Thanks for having me, guys. Hi. Hi. Oh, really quickly, before we get to the juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, let's harass Donna Valentine, who today claimed on her show that she and Steve actually won Project Down in Dirty Construction. I really think we had a better time than you did. Do you understand, ma'am, that... um, That is rude. I understand we were in the second heat is that what you call it? A heat or a heed? You were in the bottom, yes, because, because you and your partner finished third from the bottom overall. When we rehearsed, yes, yeah. because we didn't have smooth ground. Your, time, your time trial. Welcome to my life, honey. Um, okay, <laughs> but here's the thing. You believe, if I remember correctly, trust I me, we'll get to the blind it. items. I we have plenty of time. through that thing. Okay. We had a great um, you, But did you see the rest of that? Experience? Yeah, Steve's part, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many times did it take Steve to stack them tires? Like five. Okay. Yeah, How many times four. did it take Colleen to stack I don't her know, tires? I didn't watch. Holly? It was just one. I watched it. I even filmed it. <laughs> I've got the beautiful bean footage. All the right. back of that. Fine, so, guys. So, look, I wouldn't have brought it up. Okay. But Sorry. you did. But on Steve your and show. I always say it behind the scenes. We're like, oh, you know, funny. we really well, won. We'll just let them. Think. I'm glad that you guys have that for yourselves. Thank you. Also, we won nothing except a hat. But you're welcome to wear the hat. Okay, just you... for a day. The hat is no, outside I mean, you the studio. Wear it right now <laughs> yeah, you, you could go outside of the studio. It's on top of the lockers. I can see it right now. I just want to try it. All right, we beat you. Let's move on to the blind <laughs> items. Yay! Uh, let's do a little throwback <laughs> blind item. This is from a '90s limo driver. Okay. Yeah, uh huh. The permanent A list television actor slash astronaut was not a favorite among drivers. He was known to be prickly, and goodness, God forbid anyone mention the iconic television show the actor was famous for. Many drivers were huge fans and always in for a big letdown when meeting the actor in person. The stretch limos were stocked with soft drinks, ice, beer, bourbon, scotch. 90% of the passengers, though, never touched the stuff. But the actor slash astronaut never missed an opportunity <laughs> to get some free booze. Okay, at first I struggled with this because I'm dumb. Uh, But then Donna wrote it down and it all made sense. Donna? This is William Shatner. Ding for Donna. Congratulations. Well, because in my head I was like, celebrity astronaut, like, 
Armstrong, Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin, and then I'm like, no, celebrity. Wait, what? And I was like, oh yeah, five minutes ago, read in, fill in the blanks. Yeah. So William Shatner got a little prickly anytime people mentioned Star Trek. You know, the show that he was famous for. Also in the stretch limos in the '90s. Usually no one touched the freebie drinks, but William Shatner really helped himself to all mm. the free booze in the back of the limo. I mean, you know. I mean, when in Rome. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's free booze. What was the other show he was on? T.J. Hooker or something like yes. that? Uh, yeah, T.J. Hooker. With uh, Heather Locklear? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. He was also the star of the original Terror at 10,000 Feet on the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Missed that one. How about the other also, show? He was on a, you, a, a legal show. L.A. Law? No, no. Boston Legal. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, also, if you just contemplate for a minute that, like, because Star Trek's fame is just a weird thing. It's such an iconic television show yeah. that was never treated as an iconic television show when it actually aired. And so William Shatner's fame for a lo- to, to a large extent came after he was long done with this, you know, with, mm. with that actual role. Right? Right. Like, I've just always found that very fascinating and sort of, it's like the idea of William Shatner is more famous than like what William Shatner actually did. I'm not trying to take away anything from his, you know, greatness, but like his, I'm saying his like fame and the caricature of William Shatner is bigger than he yeah. is. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. But yeah. he's definitely leaned into that. Oh, for he, sure. You know, he's totally leaned into the yes. persona of William Shatner. He did the Rocket Man cover. Yeah. And Rocket then he Man. made talk sings. Yes. yes. And then he made fun of that. In the 90s, when everyone he's very was getting meta. ironic. Yes. yes. He's very meta, to yeah, use a term true. that's overused. Yeah, that's good. Maybe uh, they'll add him to the metaverse. Okay, do we have another blind item? Blinded by the item. We do have another blind item. Now, this is a blind item that also is a little bit of a throwback. Some words for you. Okay. This recently deceased Academy Award-nominated movie and TV actor had success early in his career and a second win later in his career. In between, he was part of a wild generation and during that time became friends with an infamous figure who had his own family. Mm. The night of a famous crime, he was Mm -hmm. present, having driven himself there, but did not go inside the house of the actress. Mm. One of the perpetrators of this crime gave hours of recorded testimony to his attorney and mentioned this, but no one believed him. Okay, Okay, hold on, Donna. Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) I know what you're going to do, but I have a question for you. Okay. I don't know the actor, but I know the family. I know the family as well. Okay, so the family is? The Manson family. Yeah. Ding. And then the actor... I, I, so you're I, saying that one of the... Uh, so this actor was actually outside Sharon Tate's uh, home the night she was didn't murdered? didn't go in. Yeah, and didn't go in. Okay, what? I remember reading about this. So it's not Roman Polanski, who was out of the country right. at the time. Not him. Oh, wow. But an act... Like, do we... Like, is this going to surprise us? Uh, not necessarily if you know the history of the actor. Now, this actor recently passed away within the past few weeks. Oh. Made headlines. Oh. oh. Was he on that show? Yes. You know, the show. You know what I'm talking about. The, uh, <laughs> like a dynasty? No. Or no. A, a, a soap opera? And I used to love this show. And uh, he would play a very, he played a very iconic role in the show. Minor part, but still very important, crucial. Yeah, he was essentially the second lead in the show. Yeah. Opposite Scott Bakula. Oh, yeah. Quantum Leap guy. Yes! <laughs> oh, I don't know his name. I don't either. 
It's Dean Stockwell. That's Dean Stockwell. Oh, wow. All right, fill in the blank. Also known as the quantum leap guy. Yeah. <laughs> Holding a little like thing going. <laughs> yeah. So Dean Stockwell, you know, he had fame as a child actor back in the day. I did not know that. He was an MGM child star. What? Yes. He starred in movies with Frank Sinatra, Gene Kelly, etc. Oh. Okay. Then he kind of went off the radar, then came back for a second wind in his career. How did he end up in uh, Sharon Tate's driveway? Well, because apparently he was friends with Charlie Manson and the Manson oh family. God. Because he was in that whole counterculture situation. Like, he moved off to New Mexico for a while, was in the desert, dropped off the radar. Wanted to be groovy. Yeah. But I'm assuming this is still, like, uh, not overtly known information no well because this is a celebrity gossip mystery this is a blind item but what this blind item is saying is one of the perpetrators of that crime gave testimony being like yes dean Dean stockwell was outside he drove himself to cielo drive wow but no one believed it but it's not that hard to believe knowing and understanding perhaps the people and places where Dean Stockwell was hanging out in the late 60s was did you say this was the night of the murders yes so he was wow. else. So he probably knew what was going on. Maybe. Wow. We don't know. That's terrifying. Also, I don't know about you, but out. every time I see like Sharon Tate in a movie, I can't. I know. It's just so, ugh. Yeah. It just can't even go there in no. my mind. I know. Yeah. It's it's tough one. Can we do another one at uh, Palette Cleanse Ourselves? Yeah. All right. Blinded by the item. So this is a little inside baseball Hollywood gossip we have to think of a movie okay so it's not even a person i don't care about the person we care about the movie if you ever want to get robbed in hollywood sign a deal based on net the books get cooked to screw every sucker who agrees to that including the tax man a little hollywood accounting okay but if you want to get paid in hollywood sign a deal based on gross the screenwriter for this recent blockbuster is learning that lesson the hard way right now Blockbuster. This movie came out in 2018. Oh, 2018. Okay, we got to go back. And yeah, we got to go back in the Wayback Machine. Making headlines because the screenwriter is now suing producers over the profits. Okay, so what you're saying is now somebody's suing from a film back in 2018 that was a box office... uh, uh, Success? Success, but clearly didn't net a lot of money. Yeah, well, the screenwriter didn't get any money, but everybody else did because this movie made almost a billion dollars at the box office. The headline from yesterday is that the screenwriter is suing the producers, but the producers are saying, oh, well, uh, we're actually in the hole on this movie, even though we uh, almost made a billion dollars. What movie made a billion dollars I remember every week going, can you believe it made even more money? I don't remember what the movie <laughs> it's is. It's not though. Avengers, is it? No, it's not a superhero movie. It's actually okay. a biopic. A biopic uh, made a billion dollars. I know people are screaming. Okay, at their so let's think. There radios. was I Tanya that didn't make a million dollars. <laughs> there was let's see Vice. There was okay. What else do we got? A biopic. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. Uh, no, not Margaret or not Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Um, what's his name? Winston Churchill. Not Winston Churchill, but this person found their fame in the UK. Not originally oh, from the oh, UK. Oh, 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 yes. Was he originally? From uh, a country in Africa? Yes. 
Oh. His name, Beelzebub. Uh, oh, the Queen. Queen movie. Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. There it is. There it is. There it is. Good job. Woo! That was a good movie. So let me just tell you this. This blind item. Right? Zimbabwe? I thought Zanzibar. But which is off the coast of uh, Zimbabwe. I didn't know geography was going to be I was going to say, I was told there would be no geography. I will figure that out while you fill in the blank. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thank you. So if you want to get robbed in Hollywood, sign a deal based on the net profit of a movie. The books get cooked to screw everybody who agrees to that, including, well, people who collect taxes. Now, if you want to get paid in Hollywood, sign a deal based on gross. The screenwriter for this recent blockbuster is learning that lesson the hard way right now, because if you can believe it, so the screenwriter of Bohemian Rhapsody claims that he's not making the money that's due to him. Well, the production company behind Bohemian Rhapsody, even though this movie made $911 million at the box office, 20th Century Fox is saying, actually, Bohemian Rhapsody, that movie is in the red, about $50 million. Now, that is called Hollywood accounting. That is a tactic that is used so that they don't actually have to pay out people who deserve to get paid on movies. This happens all the time. And that's a really important person to be paying, I would say. Mm-hmm. You would say. Mm-hmm. Damn. You would say. Tanzania, not Tanzania. Zimbabwe. Or Tanzania. Zanzibar. No. It was originally called the Sultanate of Zanzibar. The independently. what? The Sultan? I'm reading off Wikipedia. It doesn't <laughs> matter. But thank you, Holly. Good job. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> All right. And you're also a loser. Fine. Half I project gonna... down in dirty construction, but you will be a winner. In my heart, always. Why don't you go put on the crown? I am. I'm going to put the crown on. Thank you. Okay. All right, bye. When we come back, from blind items to what the Kardashians are up to. In fact, uh, do you know what a Car Davidson is? We'll tell you. Speaking of Hollywood accounting. (laughs) We'll tell you when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. What is a Car Davidson? I know you actually, if you've been listening to the Colleen and Bradley show for any length of time, you probably can figure it out. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts, uh, you know what a Car Davidson is, I imagine. Oh, of course I do. A Car Davidson is a new publationship. Yay! And a publationship is just publicity for celebrities because yeah. they need it all the time yeah thirsty and these two thirsty celebrities would be pete davidson and kim kardashian Yay! together at last oh look another episode of their un- upcoming as yet untitled kardashian series on hulu with special guest star publicationship boyfriend pete davidson and flavor flav what, what? i know <laughs> um 
this is the topic of a story over at page six that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian spent his birthday together amid dating rumors. And but wait, there's more. Chris Jenner was there, as was Flavor Flav. What? And they're all wearing Skims loungewear. You guys, this is absurdly paid content. Yes, this is absurd. And this is genius. Also, want to point out that Flavor Flav is the only one not wearing Skims flannel pajamas. I am not going to do your free advertising for you, ma'am. No, no. So Pete Davidson just turned 28, which is weird to say as a 46-year-old person who's been on this planet a long time. Like, Pete Davidson's only 28? Yeah, that you were were like almost an adult when he was a baby. Thanks, Holly. You make me feel real special right now. (laughs) You're welcome. How do I turn your mic off? Oh, wait, I can't. You can't. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, the former Flavor of Love star, 62, shared pictures with him and Pete Davidson and Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian. For uh, Why were they all together for his birthday? I do not understand it. It talks about celebrating, the photos do in the captions, celebrating uh, Pete's birthday. Why? I don't know. I'm confused. It also says... Flavor Flav, he says, celebrating my adopted son Pete Davidson's birthday with legends Kim and Kris Jenner. But why? I mean, there are so adopted many adopted son. Well, being just like being facetious. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought, did I miss something? No, okay. I, I I think that everything's on the level. And then there. they're all wearing, with the exception of Flavor Flav, they're wearing like Skim's latest uh, fashion line. But I'm very confused because if it's just the four of them hanging out, Pete, Kim, Flav, Chris. Why? Yeah, no, like, exactly. It's like, it's like the, the, the space-time the, continuum has cracked. The story tells us nothing, honestly, no. other than the photos, which also tell us very little. The only thing I could think or piece together when I saw this is, oh, this is going to be an episode. Please write down, you know, Pete Davidson's birthday mm-hmm. with Flavor Flav, mm-hmm. Kim, and Chris, right? Like, for those of you who aren't paying that close attention, and I don't blame you, typically anything that's happening to a Kardashian, if you see it in tabloids, it will eventually end up on an episode of their show mm-hmm. such that you can start to play the home game because they, they they will show up again in the tabloids when the show starts to air. But it's going to be about different stuff. So they're always like a number of months behind what en- what's going to end up on the show. You get you get what I'm saying here? Yeah. And what's interesting about these photos is that these photos were shared by not Kim, not Chris, not Pete, but by Flav of Flav. These photos originate from his Instagram account. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because it's they, they don't it's they don't want it to be a part of their space time continuum just right. yet, but they can't prevent Flavor Flav from pumping out these photos. Very true. And now and we it also to- just gets us to talk about it. And then it gets us to go, when is that show going to be on again? Yeah. When is it going to happen? I you thought it, no clue. thought it was going to be before the end of the year. Thank you, because I think you are absolutely correct. We were promised through a bunch of gossip that this show was allegedly supposedly going to air before the end of the year but we've i've not heard anything in the way of uh upcoming series much less even a name for the thing yeah i I, i'm assuming that the marketing tactic for the new kardashian jenner hulu experience is going to be one where they surprise drop it like it'll all just 
And so then we're going to have to do drop everything that we're doing. Yeah. And we're going to have to go and pay attention to that. And it will be hyper focused on whatever kind of content they're dropping, which obviously they've been narrating this for the past year. We've got the Travis Courtney thing. We've got the well, the Kim divorce thing, the Kim divorce thing. Now we have the Kim Pete Davidson thing. Chris Jenner's meanwhile is hanging low, being BFF with Flavor Flav. Maybe I don't know, but the seeds have been planted. Also, Kim hosting Saturday Night Live. That'll be an episode. We know that because we saw people filming. Yeah, Chloe trying on her various faces. I'm curious to see what Chloe's role in this new f- series will be. I almost said film. Well, you know. It's not a film. No, it's not a film. It's a reality <laughs> reality streaming show. Well, and it's been interesting because you can see based off of like, okay, so we've got Kim and Pete, we've got this narrative down. As far as Chloe goes, all we have is her clapping back. Yeah. And her trying to figure out how she wants her face to look in the and public And Tristan space. Thompson. And Tristan Thompson. Is she going to have another baby with Tristan? Yeah, but Even that's... though they're broke up, but still able to reproduce? What? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it doesn't seem like people Courtney. are... Courtney. It's, uh, people aren't invested necessarily in the Chloe-Tristan timeline. Rob's dramatic transformation. Oh, that's true. That's... Well, okay. Well, where... Are, when are we going to sign up for the Writers Guild? Do because you... we have... I know. Honestly, we should be pitching them. Uh, So instead of poking fun at them, we can make money in the process. I mean, that's the Kardashian-Jenner way. (laughs) When we come back, do you have an unpopular pop culture opinion? Jane Campion hates superhero films. No, like she literally hates them. And we'll tell you what she said about them. But we want to know if you've got equally unpopular pop culture opinions. I don't like blank. Let us know what it is. 651-641-1071. When we come back in the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show right here on My Talk 1071.